Hey everybody, Josh Sirson, World Alternative Media here, and we are joined by Tim Pachote, the Liberty Advisor, and we're gonna go into today something that a lot of big institutional investors are talking about that we've been talking about for years, and that is a crash of the dollar. As this Market Watch article says, billionaire investor Ray Dalio fears for the dollar and the soundness of our money, and here's why. And we're gonna go into that and more today, but first make sure to hit that like button, uh, share this on social media to get around the shadow banning, uh, check those links below, GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar, uh, Bitcoin. We are completely viewer funded here at WAM as we are completely demonetized. Also join us on Float.app, BitChute, Library, and Minds. Get off YouTube, my friends. Uh, we won't be on here for much longer. And of course, join our newsletter at www.iamband.com. You can also become a client of Tim Pachotes at thelibertyadvisor.com. Everything and anything is below in the description and the comments. So anyway, let's get into this article. As I mentioned, billionaire investor Ray Dalio fears for the dollar and the soundness of our money, and here's why. And as the article goes into here, it says billionaire investor Ray Dalio has warned the conflict between the U.S. and China could develop into a capital war, which would hit the dollar. The dollar uh, slipped to its lowest level in two years on Monday as it lost more ground to major rivals. And I quote, there's a trade war, there's a technology war, there's a geopolitical war, and there could be a capital war. That's the reality, Dal Dalio said um, on Fox's Sunday morning futures. If you say by law, don't invest in China or even possibly withholding the payments, the payment of bonds that the United States owes payment on in China, these things are possibilities and they have big implications such as for the value of the dollar because pre-market investors are not used to having those things dictated by the government, he said. The Bridgewater Associates founder added that these difficult questions had to be well addressed and it was a challenge for the government to get the policy right. The hedge fund firm laid off several dozen employees across the company this month, something very similar, uh, familiar that we've been hearing across the board as a continues here. It says the U.S. dollar has slipped in recent months. The ICE U.S. dollar index, uh, which measures the currency against a basket of six rivals, reached a 22-month low on Friday and fell lower again on Monday to two-year lows. On March 22nd, the index hit a more than three-year intraday high. When asked whether he was worried about the dollar, Dalio warned the U.S. was its own worst enemy and that he was concerned about the soundness of our money. And I quote, you can't continue to run deficits, sell debt, or print money rather than be productive and sustain that over a period of time. And obviously we've been hearing similar things. Uh, this CNBC article says, dollar move signals new era of weakness for currency as gold gains. And we've been talking about this in past videos as well. Goldman Sachs is a new blowout forecast for gold and they've been calling for um, people to move out of the U.S. dollar. So anyway, let's go into this, Tim. Uh, Ray Dalio, uh, a lot of people love to hate him. A lot of people love to love him. He's got, a, he's said a lot of things over the years that obviously have been very true. And then obviously he's still very institutional at the same time. He's not the biggest fan ever of Bitcoin and things like that. But he is pointing out something that is a lot of people, a lot of big names are talking about, the move away from the US dollar. So what do you think of what Ray Dalio is saying? And obviously this uh, move with China, the relations between China and the US. 
Uh, for those who don't know, Ray Dalio actually does run the largest hedge fund in the world called Bridgewater Associates. And I think it was back either in January or in early February over at Davos, uh, where they have it sort of like the more public, I guess, Bilderberg type type deal where it's all the, you know, top economic minds, but it is, you know, public and, you know, out in the open for the most part. But, you know, he famously at that point said cash is trash, which is funny because he said that right at, right before it, was, it would actually be like sort of a good time to be in cash before everything collapsed. But anyways, you know, now, you know, the it's gone right back, you know, the market has, you know, for the most part gone right back up, uh, you know, and he was talking about, you know, the need to hold on to gold. And when you have, you know, the largest hedge fund manager in the world, that is more of a, you know, your, you know, traditional guy out there talking about the need for going into gold, that, that cash is trash, you know, I think that that is something worth noting. And then, you know, they were talking about, uh, you know, in the article about how, uh, you know, there's a ban on going to China for investments uh, that, they, that the Trump administration recently put out. And that is, you know, uh, a a pretty big shot across the bow over there. And so, you know, you get, uh, you know, trade wars turn into, you know, currency wars, which can turn into hot wars. And, you know, and there's a war on everything. I mean, there's a war on our minds, there's a war on our bodies, a war on our spirit, war on our souls. I mean, they want to capture everything over here. And so, you know, I, I, I we're at the point where there is no way the government can ever pay its unfunded liabilities. They can't even pay the regular liabilities. Every one of these bailouts, because the money's based on debt, has to be bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, you know, we're in this, you know, we're, we're trapped. And they did a terrible job, you know, managing. And so, so we're in a Ponzi scheme. Uh, debt-based economy that was managed, you know, for what it was, you know, it was managed somewhat well, I guess. Uh, but, you know, they got to the point where it was absolutely out of control now, where, uh, you know, just take a look at these deficits. I mean, they're going to have to keep eating bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And we're going to wish we got back to the days where it was only, you know, 500 billion, 600 billion, or I guess it was 666 billion underneath Obama when he went out, you know, very, very fitting over there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and, and we're at the point now, I mean, you think that, you know, these riots in the streets are bad now. Just imagine when the currency loses its value and, you know, you go to, the, you know, you pay your EBT card, and doesn't buy anything or the supply chain breaks down because the cash goes bad. And so that's why Josh always talks about the need to, you know, be self-sufficient, the need to, you know, have, uh, you know, food, water, shelter, clothing, you know, obviously clothing, but then, um, you know, mask, don't forget your mask. You know, just, 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 no, but I mean, this is very important because, um, and by the way, you can become a client of Tim's if you want, uh, the link below the libertyadvisor.com. Uh, this is really important because I I do believe that we are going towards kind of like the SDR. I'm not sure if they are going to be successful in this, but they're definitely trying to push towards an SDR, special drawing rights at the IMF. And of course, as I mentioned before, the IMF once has been calling for years to put their headquarters in Beijing. I believe China will replace the US dollar as a world reserve currency eventually. And the US dollar, obviously, for the most the most basic knowledge, for those that might be new uh, to this, uh, the most basic way I can put it is that they print a bunch of currency out of thin air, obviously through fractional reserve the banks are printing a bunch of money there's uh, a huge amount of debt people pay off the interest on the debt completely fraudulent it's based on legal tender laws and if, if there's legal tender laws you're basically enslaved um, to a monetary system that then you pay taxes into literally to pay off the interest on the debt and then at the same time you have the hidden uh, tax of inflation which will hit, be hitting people a lot more down the road right now we're facing uh, we're faced off with deflation I believe uh, due to the amount of currency that's going into the stock market which we'll get into more in other videos but I want to just mention 
mentioned that we are looking at a technocratic, uh, very fascio-communist, um, creepy big brother surveillance future where um, we have a cashless system that's completely centralized, run to the banks, no one owns our money, and it's tied to social credit scores, and then we're basically enslaved to this system um, uh, by by this um, factor. So we are going to be, I mean, obviously, Mark Zuckerberg's been working with China for years, developing facial recognition technology. I think this is very daunting, and that's why we need to decentralize and break free from this massive structure of slavery. Sorry, what were you going to go into? Yeah, I mean, the IMF, their game, it's funny because it's an international monetary fund, but it actually operates more like a bank, and the World Bank operates more like a fund. But then they're also, you know, then backed even above the IMF would be the Bank of International Settlements, which is its own, uh, you know, sovereign territory inside of Switzerland. But the SDR is a currency that's made up of other currencies that right now is only being traded amongst the banks. So about half it's a dollar, probably about 30% is the euro. And then you also have sprinkled in there the, you know, Chinese yuan, renminbi, you know, uh, I think the, uh, the pound might be a little bit represented in there as well. So it's not, so when we say world currency, you might still have the dollar, but it's tied into a supranational currency in the beginning stages of it. And then, uh, you know, the IMF's game plan has always been, you know, loan money to, you know, countries that can never pay it back and then give them loans to pay off the loans you gave them. So then that way they're just becoming, you know, interest debt slaves. Then eventually it gets to the point where they can't even pay that after you've given them, you know, a, a few different loans. And then, okay, you know what, we'll, we'll uh, clear off your, you know, what, we'll, we'll still have a, a loan. We'll make it much smaller, but, you know, we're going to take that port. We're going to take your gold mine. We're going to take your oil field. Uh, maybe, maybe not now that the oil fields were negative temporarily, but, uh, you know, they're, they're going and getting real assets, but it's important to note that they never had the money to begin with. And so that's why you have people like Thomas Jefferson, who said, if you ever allow a private central bank to issue the currency and credit of a nation, first by inflation, then by deflation, you will end up homeless on the continent your forefathers conquered. And the reason I'm saying this fast is for whatever reason, like when, you know, you don't have notes on this stuff written down. And I mean, I've got, you know, like, 10 words over here written down, but it's just how my brain operates and how Josh's brain operates is that, you know, just when it comes to these quotes and stuff. So I do apologize. Well, no, I feel, that. I think a lot of it's psychological because it's, it, we all feel very desperately. We're, we're desperate, tr desperately trying to get these things across to people because it's been going on for so long. And this is what's really interesting. We hear people like Ray Dalio. We hear people like Goldman Sachs. We've heard JP Morgan say similar things in, in recent uh, times about um, the dollar and gold and et cetera. And it, it's like, we've been talking about this for so many years and suddenly all these guys that called us crazy for all these years are suddenly saying what we've been saying all this time with their tail between their legs trying to slowly climb back in and act like they've been talking, saying it all along they're talking to institutions so they're not talking to mom and pop they're this is a message for the institutions you know the globalists the deep state you know not that i'm trusting what jp morgan or ray dalio or goldman saying or josh isn't either but you know when it gets to the point where even they have to you know admit this because you know they you know don't want to look like fools to their clients because you know, it is, you know, this is a capitalist system. So if they're losing money for their clients and those clients can go from one, you know, globalist institution to another globalist institution, uh, you know, they should go over to me, but, uh, it, you know, that that's probably not going to happen because, uh, you know, obviously I'm touting, I'm saying stuff that the system doesn't want, you know, getting out there. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're pretty much running things like a mini hedge fund over here, but each client has their own, you know, sort of like little separate managed account hedge fund that we create for them where we're, we do use traditional investments, but we do so, you know, using different hedges and put options and, uh, you know, but if you, 
the last thing in the world you should do is start getting into options if you don't know what you're doing. A lot of times we're mainly using it to protect the downside, but we can use it also. Uh, you know, we did you know get into you know some silver options when they were way down, uh, you know, like at twelve dollars and fifteen dollars or so. Those are looking pretty nice right now. We uh, bought put options on the S and P five hundred at January fifteenth. Uh, you know, at one point we're up seven hundred percent. So and uniquely, you guys uh, work with uh, crypto where people actually have their private keys, which I find really interesting. That's super rare. I don't know of anyone else. Yeah. So. Uh, in terms of financial advisors, I don't know if there's another financial advisor that can actually, you know, that can give you actual advice. Not that this audience cares about like, or the, especially the volunteers care about, you know, licenses and stuff, but you know, I don't actually know of another financial advisor that you can have your retirement getting into crypto. Not to say all of it should be, you know, we're not just giving blanket advice here. It's all customized. And, and the, the last thing I want is anybody to get into something that they don't, that they don't know what they're getting themselves into. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, I mean, you can start off small, you know, you don't have to start off huge. Uh, but you know we're getting to you know the end of the rope over here where you know eventually the whole system's going to break down. I think it's going to be a blue wave, and whether it is or not, it's going to be uh, the election's probably going to be contested. It's not going to be solved, you know, in the beginning of November. And uh, in what the market hates more than anything, even worse than bad news, is uncertainty. And that uncertainty, you know, in my opinion, will make the market go down. And so maybe you know cash will be good again, uh, even though Ray Dalio is saying it isn't, but it's temporarily because on a long enough time horizon, staying in cash is going broke safely. And, uh, you know, I think in this instance, Ray Dalio is correct. And uh, when you're seeing all the big, you know, hedge funds and institutions, but big, it's the biggest, it's the largest one is Bridgewater. And so, you know, who knows, maybe Blackwater, it's for all the waters over here, but, you know, maybe Blackwater will start, not Blackwater, what's the other one? Blackstone, Black, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, Blackstone's a neighborhood by me. But yeah, Black Rock, yeah, there's way too, way too many. Larry Fink, I know. But I do want to, just finishing this off um, before this goes longer than it is, uh, I just, I, as I've, I've said before, um, it's really important that we talk about this stuff right now. Uh, you might have noticed that we've done a lot of economics videos lately, and this channel did a ton of economics videos for a long time. We've kind of pulled away from that to some extent to talk about all the other things in the news. But with that said, um, we're posting, you probably noticed, a lot of economics videos lately because we are in in a crossroads right now that's unprecedented. We've never seen anything like it. It's important. People need to understand money. If they understand money, they can take control of their money. If they can control their money, they can control their life. If they don't have control over their money, they don't have control over their life. And the people controlling the money control their life. So this is why we need to break free from that system. This is why we need to decentralize. This is why we need to get out of these massive old guard systems that have enslaved humanity for centuries. And always getting worse, always, you know, the balls on these people, they're just constantly, constantly getting, um, uh, you know, ballsier and ballsier in, in their approach to enslaving humanity. And we need to break free from that. Uh, uh, simply said, we need to be free, live by example, be independent, be individuals, be responsible. Responsibility is a basis of freedom at the end of the day. So anyway, we'll get into this and much more coming up very soon. Make sure to check those links below. You can become a client of Tim's at thelibertyadvisor.com. Of course, check those links. Um, we got a GoFundMe, Patreon, Subscribestar, as we are completely viewer funded here at WAM and we really appreciate anything you guys can do to help keep us up and running. Join us on Float, BitChute, Library, and Minds. We have those linked below as well. We are getting off of YouTube by November 5th, only posting trailers after that point. You could also join our newsletter at www.imband.com. We really appreciate people joining that. It, it takes 10 seconds to put in, less than that, to put in your email, and we won't spam you, and it helps us uh, continue to contact you. So like this video, share on social media to get around the shadow banning, and join us on all those other platforms. And we 
really appreciate all of you guys watching. You can also get shirts from our Teespring store. I'm not going to go into all that. We just we got options, so check check those links below, guys. Uh, I really appreciate all of you joining us. And until next time, this is Josh Sigurdsson and Tim Pachote signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth. 